It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. It's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Cull are here. Hello. Oh, my gosh. The spring is in the air, uh, and we can feel the NFL draft is this week. So everything is coming, and the schedule is coming out. Everything's exciting. Spring has sprung. The NFL is upon us, and the USFL is also playing. That is what has sprung. The USFL has sprung. That's why spring is in the air. It is. They, they had. Uh, I just read right now that the the USFL had their very first three point conversion yesterday. Oh, celebrate yeah. that with a with a gender <laughs> reveal. That uh, was great. <laughs> that is how you get the third point. You have to do a gender reveal to get the third point. It, it, it is. It's the. I know the kicker. Season. The kicker kicks the ball and then it blows. It blows up either blue or pink. Yeah, it's um, it's amazing, and thank you to the USFL for that. Uh, it's, it's good. It's distraction football. There are, on a Sundays, quite a few games on, which is good for, for NFL fans looking to miss stuff. Um, obviously, there's big fights and lots of stuff going on in the UK. Um, but we also were getting, the, we're getting the schedule. So they did announce, the NFL has announced this week, um, that the schedule and the London opponents will be announced. Uh, we, we do have, we do have some, some stuff, because things have been, some been given away. So May 4th is when we're being told when the exact schedule is. We know. Uh, that Green Bay is coming. We know New Orleans is coming. And we know uh, that Jacksonville is coming. Now, yeah. the U.S. consulate has just announced the Germany game and the date, which uh, they've uh, missed. So the official game is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, <coughs> Sunday, November the 13th. Sunday, November 13th in Munich. Yeah, that'd be cool. Now there is a statutory hot, uh, holiday. If people, everyone who's been to Germany knows, uh, it's like a, it's like a silence day. Uh, so this could be an issue. Uh, it's, it's it's supposed to honor and silence. Uh, so it's supposed to, it's supposed to be a, it's a really kind of religious uh, holiday. They they haven't traditionally done sports. Silence day. Don't talk about the war. Just yeah. Just don't mention anything. Um, so the other news, and we basically announced. Oh, well, before you go, before you go, before you. Before you leave that, yeah. they did announce one thing, which I found interesting, which I didn't really like, is that the NFL announced three Christmas Day games. Three Christmas Days? They are going to be three Christmas Days, which, which we get. I mean, like, come on, Ed, NFL. That's a bit stupid. I, 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 I think as a single guy, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, single divorced dads, that really benefits them, you know? But if you got a family, three games on Christmas, it's just like you've totally kind of screwed. Like, it's going to piss off many people. Well, that, the, that, the, the, number one, the number one thing it's going to piss off is the NBA. Yeah, because well, that's the, exactly The right. NBA had previously held all the Christmas games, and the NFL well, was like, yeah, you don't get those no more. No, well, that's toast. The NBA is going to have to get rid of those games. Like The NBA's mm-hmm. ratings have dropped absolutely dramatically. The worst NFL matchup, well, you could do like Texans Lions would double the best NBA game in uh, ratings. Regardless, well, you, I think the so, like, that's why I mean again. So to bet three games on Christmas is just it's just an asshole move by the NFL. I think I think they're going to get bad ratings for some of those games. Uh, I don't I, I don't know. There's a lot of people because they are structuring them later on in the afternoon in in North America, which means we won't get them till the wee hours here. I think they're doing it as oh, you're done with your family. Uh, time to sit down. It's almost like a Thanksgiving, but with presents. Um, so, but the, the one thing I was going to mention about the international games is, so the clue has come out now uh, that New, uh, that New Orleans, we know the Saints are going to be coming. It looks like it has come out that they have released it through because everyone's doing their own internal schedules. It looks like it's going to be the New Orleans Saints 
versus the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, yes, I did read that. Either week four or week five here. So that that's based on the schedule. Now, there's a lot of things, because obviously the World Cup is coming on this year. And, and how is that going to affect? Because, you know, the NFL is looking to structure how the World Cup is going to be, because the final World Cup well, is, is on is a one Sunday. Week, one week before Christmas. Yeah, the finals is on a Sunday, too, which is also, again, another thing where that's that's going to really kind of hurt both, I think. You're not going to see the ratings. Like, if, yeah, if, like, I want to watch the World Cup final, but if it competes with the Bills in an important game, it's going to be tough for me to choose which one. I'll probably choose the World Cup because I can just watch the Bills game on Game Pass. But well, you can you can watch Canada. You can. They watch should Canada. really move the the final to a Saturday. They should put it on a Saturday anyway, so people can drink. Stop with this Sunday nonsense. People want to like go. People got to work on Monday. Don't just like they should move the Super Bowl to a Saturday. It's crazy. That well, a lot of crazy. a lot of people work on Sundays in the Middle East too. So uh, that's <laughs> interesting. You you mentioned this, and we mentioned the TV rights because you know anyone who's lived in America and anyone who's had to watch the NFL in America has used DirecTV. DirecTV have have had this monopoly. They've, they're losing it, and it looks like Apple has secured the right. So DirecTV, this is their last season in America. The 2022 season is their last ever. They paid $1.5 billion for it. Well, the satellite. You know, it's a satellite company. Of course they're done. Like, what, what year are we in? That, that the fact, you still have to use DirecTV is insane. Well, and they've been known. I mean, if you look at it, they had a monopoly. They, the customer service issues, I, the prices, everything has gone Crazy, and, and it looks like the actual company. Even if they don't have at the NFL, what else do they have? No one, no one's like, I got, I got my Direct TV movie. Well, that's how you also get all the other chats. Like, hey, so if you buy Direct TV NFL Game Pass, you get the you know yeah. you, Aboriginal you get- channel, and you get the this channel, the that channel, and you're just like, okay, I guess I have to have five thousand channels just to get the NBA, NFL. Well, game. apparently it's already a done deal. Apple has already apparently got it. No, Apple really? also, also has secured Friday Night Baseball. So Apple is what they're really trying to do is they're obviously them and Amazon are trying to battle this out because Amazon's got Thursday night football. The real deal is going to be, you know, with the game pass and the streaming services, you've got guys like DAZN um, that are trying to grab it, but DAZN could get swallowed up in a second by an Apple uh, yeah. or, or, or anyone like that. Uh, I mean, and even Netflix, which we all know is now hemorrhaging and losing money. They're not going to do any sports, but you know, Netflix is probably going to be gone in the next three years too. So wow, I don't know about that. They're it's so a, far in but, yeah, they're yeah. so far in debt, they're debt leveraging. But it's it's the big streamers are just grabbing all this now. So it's going to be interesting for us here in the UK, you know, for obviously paying, because if Apple TV or Amazon decides to do that, how is that going to affect us? And, you know, how does well, that it affect, affect us? We got Game Pass, so we'll be fine. Yeah, what I'm saying is once Game Pass, you know, once the, the rights of Game Pass lapse, uh, and that's what people will be looking to do. Obviously, the the, the NFL draft is this Thursday, uh, which Ooh. Ryan and I will be doing a draft preview. I got to do some research. My draft, my draft knowledge is is not good. That's just my draft knowledge is great because it is better than mine. Chicago Bears are not drafting, so I I don't Mm -hmm. have to know anything. Yeah, Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys out there. We will go through and 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 look at all the drafts and 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 sort of chat about some of the big options that are happening. The good thing is, is that they've announced a concert series for the NFL draft. Uh, (laughs) Closing out the first round is Weezer. Weezer yeah, okay. throws out the first one, and then Weezer's on a European tour. They're coming to London um, after that. So um, day two is closing out is Ice Cube, and day three is Marshmallow. Um, Marsh? Yeah, you know, I, just shows like how how far I've I've fallen of knowing. I don't know who Marshmallow is if it's a I, man or a woman. I have no idea. Now, other big news. So let's talk about Debo. Debo. Uh, Debo's done. I mean, this is this drama, and and we're seeing this is like. Once, once a wide receiver gets paid so much, everyone's like, I want this money. I want that money. 
and the drama just really kicks it off here. So Debo is done. He does not. He's not want to be. He's not coming back to to San Fran. And obviously, he's taken pokes at them for saying the way that they used him, uh, almost like a jackknife in sort of every situation. Well, let's be honest. They ran him into the ground. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, like what they were doing to him. Like it was, it was one of the best years I've ever seen. But I think he saw that, like, if you do this again and I don't get paid, you could just ruin my value. So, oh yeah, uh, most people, I'd say, like, if you're like, teams are not going to pay receivers after three years. Like, they're just not. The the whole because if the whole reason they they fought for that fifth year option in first year is so they didn't have to pay people after three years they had contractual rights for them but if you have to now with certain quarterbacks give them money after three years and then receivers at the same time it's just never going to happen and i just don't think owners are going to be willing to do it so i think sam fran's a bit like i think shanahan's a bit like i can do this with other people probably i don't think i don't think shanahan values debo the way other teams probably do i think shanahan's one of those guys like a belichick where he's just like i'll just replace you yeah, it's a, uh, I'm a genius. A, it's a cog and a hole and a wheel and all that. And, and it just, you know, he was used for what piece he was. Obviously, it's your point. Yeah, let's, as, let's, as a young man, you don't look at your, your body torched. Plus, they also, do you think of San Fran? Like, they got to recoup some of their, their draft capital back. So, like, they, you know, they traded all the way for Trey Lance, who they still don't even know about. Mm-hmm. So, did they, they're going to need to be, they also got uh, Nick Bosa, they're going to have to re. re- do his contract again? They still don't even know what's going on with Jimmy G. If they could just get rid of him, they could have dealt with this probably like three months ago and given him a new contract. But they're holding on to Jimmy G like he's this like Pokemon card that's going to go up in value or something. Like he has no value. Yeah, it's like, like when you like, like having a second him. girlfriend. Like and there's only your- like one real job available, and there's two quarterbacks fighting for it, which is Jimmy G and Baker. Yeah. So, I just don't know what Sam – I think Sam Fran is going to trade him because I think they're just like, we gave up a lot for Trey Lance and we need to get some of those picks back. So I don't think Sam Fran minds it. I think if they can get two first round back, I think I think you do it. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to look at something. As you say, like Jimmy G is very zen about this whole situation. Let the chips may fall. Where That's it. Go. When you're that good looking, nothing bothers you, right? Oh, yeah. He's doing subway commercials. <laughs> even his name even just his like, says he's good looking. Jimmy G is like, he's like, don't worry, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, um, uh, I'll be in the broadcast booth in no time. But, exactly, you know, right? I, he's, he's, Jimmy G is going to be fine. He probably will. Um, but again, you know, to the point with Debo and, and the way they've been using him, you know, you have to look at. I think Trey Lance. You know, I thought I had big high hopes for him. What I saw when I've seen him start is not good. He doesn't have a lot well, of confidence. Doesn't have a lot of height. He's had a well, lot of chances. And now, if you go in there and you're gonna lose your best receiver and your best weapon, but they can't just use him like right. The thing is. He wants that money, and if you're using him as a running back and a receiver, you can't not pay him. No, like, exactly. You're using him for like two positions, and and you're running him. You're basically destroying his career. So you got to give him thirty million. And I think if other teams want him, are they even going to want to do that? Are they going to want to run him or just pay him as a receiver? Because if you're going to run him, you probably got to pay him more. Well, you have to look at, and we talk about you know because you're such a, a huge fan of the genius of, of Shanahan. I mean, look. Oh, he, I go up and down. He used, he used him out of necessity, and and let's be honest, he carved that role. That role was made from Shanahan going, "I'm going to use you like this." You know? Exactly. You know, and it was very smart. It was very, it was very smart. And as you, and to your point, he could do. He, he might be able to do that with anyone, but Debo has incredible blistering speed. Uh, and, and well, it's also his very size. Good awareness. It's also his size. It's young. Yeah, exactly. So 
I mean, it's going to be interesting. And also, then who's going to afford to pay him? Because everyone's like, I want to go to the Raiders where I can, you know, go yeah. to jail one day. <laughs> well, I think there's the Jets. The Jets could do it. But again, it's like basically we're going to see all these great receivers just go to average teams and below average teams. Yeah. So it's, it's again, you want to get paid, but you're going to go to a worse team. You just have to accept that. And I think players just don't really care <laughs> anymore. I think they just want their, they're seeing the money that's being thrown around. And I think they're just like, I got to get it while I can. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, even to that. So one, one of the things that's emerged out of this whole Debo thing is he's actually quite close to AJ Brown from the Titans. And, and they have both been basically chatting, not only personally, but in social media about their own contracts. So I think it's a fl- frustrating thing for the Titans because you got both these guys going, hey, I want to get paid. And, and you have basically receivers not colluding, but just talking amongst themselves going, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I want. And, and maybe it's tougher for the owners. Maybe it's tougher for them. But, you know, A.J. Brown deal, this is still up in the air. And, and they haven't decided what's going to happen with him yet either. Well, I think, again, they're worried with him. A.J. Brown gets hurt a lot. He's been yeah. injured a bunch of times. Again, you got they're, – they're in a tough spot where they got to pay him, but they're not even sure about Ryan Tannehill, I think, right? So if Tannehill's not the answer for them – and you're going to pay all this money. You almost have to get the quarterback first. You can't pay the receiver and then find the quarterback. It really doesn't work yeah. that way. You kind of need the quarterback, then get the receiver, then you build it from there. But I, I think, again, I, I just don't think he's only been the year three years. He's injured a bunch. So I just don't see any way Tennessee is paying them that. Paying, especially they don't have a lot of cap room. So I can't imagine Tennessee's like, hey, you've been injured a bit. You're solid, but three years we just can't we got we got you for one more year and there's just no way they're gonna do it you know you know what the titans should do is i they the, the university of oklahoma just uh, unveiled that baker mayfield statue they should get that statue as a quarterback because i bet it's better than baker <laughs> and no listen i think baker's taken i think baker has taken a lot of bad bad uh well first of all i think playing through an injury was a stupid move mm-hmm. that's made everyone think he's shit which he's not he did win rookie of the year bait broke paint he got wins he got wins for the browns he got wins. He took he got the, the browns the playoffs and got, their, and got their first victory against pittsburgh like the dude has done stuff and i think i think going to another team i think he, he, once he gets his shoulder fixed and he goes to like if he goes to somewhere like seattle i think he can do some damage because baker plays better when he feels like the world's against him. That's yeah. kind of how he became Baker. And I think he came into the NFL and he didn't have that chip. He got given commercials and got told you the man and number one pick and where he's the underdog guy that doesn't get picked first. And I think, you know, he got too much in his own, in his own head. So I think he needs to go back to this beat down Baker, beat him down emotionally. You got to like, like uh, Jason Bourne, you know, you got to break yeah. him. You got to break them. Go break to a place that will break them. Go to the Carolina Panthers. They'll break them. Um, we did talk about, uh, you know, teams and wide receivers and wide receivers being used and needed. Let's talk about Tony. Uh, first round pick New York Giants last year. Used poorly. Not used very well at all. Daniel Jones, obviously. And the whole inept New York Giants offense. They want to get rid of him. And they're looking to trade him. Uh, now, yeah. you've got teams, obviously, the, the, the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Packers. Obviously, maybe they could use him. I mean... When you have a number one pick that you just don't use well, well I think it's it to me it just seems like it has to be a culture thing. I think that's mm-hmm. the only reason thing that makes sense. I think the fact that the Giants have Brian Dable from Buffalo, the GM is from Buffalo, and Buffalo's whole thing was building this culture and this 
team and this family type of environment. And I think if Tony, who has some talent and has some skill, especially in the open field, if they want to get rid of him after one year, it's probably an attitude thing, I would imagine. That's mm-hmm. my guess. That he doesn't fit the culture. And they're just like, that's what Buffalo did. They got rid of Sammy Watkins. The first thing they did when they got in, they're like, you're gone. You're mm-hmm. gone. Anyone who doesn't fit it. And I think that's what they're doing. And the Giants, they're going to be smart for it. I think get rid of guys who aren't bought in and just move. Them. Again, no one's expecting anything from the Giants. If you can get a third round pick back for this guy, just move on. There's yeah, enough for receivers. If, if you know that you have an Antonio Brown in the making, <laughs> and yeah. you have a chance to stop that bug. Uh, I would. Not that I'm saying that he is, but... Uh, yeah, but that's the only that's thing coming. that makes sense, to yeah. get rid of a receiver that quickly. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, speaking of making sense and brotherly love, uh, Earl Thomas um, <laughs> is uh, comeback. I, I first saw comeback, and I didn't know if he was going to wipe it off, <laughs> but it, the comeback, apparently, is his career. Um, yeah. he, he's, like, thinking he can make a comeback. This guy is just, like, toxicity. You know, uh, a Britney Spears album thrown in a dump. Such a weird, like, what a weird career. Like, he's going to be like an old man. It's like, oh, what, what, how'd your career end? Would you blow out your knee or something? It's like, no, I banged a woman with my brother. Yeah, <laughs> I blew out something. Um, yeah, just weird. Uh, and he's what, a, what, a, what a weird career. I think he feels like, yeah, I got to get back. I can't let that be my, because uh, again, he was a guy who potentially was like a Hall of Fame career. Like, yeah. He's an absolute monster in Seattle in that Legion of Doom. Yeah, Legion of Doom. absolute shutdown. And we, t- we talk about shutdowns, and, we, and your man, Vaughn Miller. Um, Saxon! Um, Saxon, right? Yeah, again, like, yeah. And it's, again, you don't know what's happening, but if he did it, you know, he's yeah. going to get punished, as he should. The guy's old enough that he should be mature enough, if this is true, that you don't do that shit. Like, you're the leader of the team, and you're doing yeah. stuff like a 19-year-old, a 17-year-old would do. Yeah, so, especially if you're wearing glasses that thick. Uh, texting, maybe not your thing. Yeah, you know? and uh, maybe it's it's kind of similar to, like, it feels similar to that Deshaun, uh, LeSean McCoy story a few years ago about breaking into the house to steal jewelry. Yeah. Saying that he hired somebody. Nothing really came of it. Okay, we'll see. If if he ends up being guilty, found it, he'll get suspended. And that's, you know, it's, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and defend Von Miller. If he did it, he's guilty. He'll be suspended. So, yeah, no, grow up. Grow up. Don't, don't, don't send texts. Gross. Yeah, texting, dick pics, all that stuff. Get, get, get it together. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is now talking about also retiring after 14 seasons. Uh, he's talking about it, but uh, 14 seasons, 23 games played. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, not not no full. It's you know, and the guy who asked to leave the Rams and then they win a Super Bowl, right? When they trade yeah, out that, uh, yeah, smart exactly. decisions all over the place. Smart decision making. Uh, we will talk about. You got smart decision making. You got Kyler Murray and on the, everything going down uh, now with the Cardinals and. It's sort of I don't know what's going on here. What what it does seem you've got Steve Kime Kime saying that there's no chance zero percent chance he's going to leave. Kyler's um, throwing a they, strop. They did say that about uh, Josh Rosen too. Yeah. So yeah, I but, don't know, man. I think this is ugly. I don't think um, Arizona what wants to pay. I think the fact that they're sitting there like listen. The fact that their whole argument is based on there's a guy on Baltimore who's won an MVP, who's won a playoff game, even though he's had some bad losses, but he's been to the playoffs every year, won a playoff game, and he still hasn't been paid yet. Mm-hmm. You have played three years. Yeah, you've gotten better every year, but you had the, one of the worst playoff performances we've seen in a long time. Yeah. And 
there's this thing, like there's this thing around him where he's immature and it just always kind of, no matter what, he's kind of got like, I think it was Colin Coward was saying, he's got a bit of that Aaron Rodgers to him, that to him where he's that cocky, that confident, that overconfident, where just like his teammates don't really like, no, no one ever, like even Larry Fitzgerald came out and was just like, this dude needs to kind of grow up a bit. And if Larry yeah. Fitzgerald is saying it, yeah, you got yeah. The, if you got some of the the wisest veterans in the game, and, and, AJ, and I'm sure they're sitting up down going, "Kid, relax." And Don't. AJ Green sitting there saying, "Like we didn't really connect," and it's just like, "Dude, you're the quarterback." And if I'm Steve Kime and I'm hearing all these yeah. things, the guy who's always one foot in the door, scrubbing his media, yeah. sending out stupid letters on his own uh, paper, which is yeah. just ridiculous. Again, all this just screams immaturity, and. And the fact that you had, and you're coming off one of the worst playoff performances, and your next move is, I want 45 million a year, fully guaranteed. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think this is going to get ugly. I think he's going to yeah. scout the camp. Yeah, I think this is a baker in the making. I think. I think, is, yeah, it feels like this is going to. Feels go it's the same thing. It's the same screaming to the media. Look, if you scream to the media because you don't feel the team is treating you fairly. You're immature. You got to talk to the team. You got to deal with the team. You've got to own they that. They keep doing stuff like, and the thing is, people. Cause some people were saying it was like Chase Edmonds. They're like they're not putting a good enough team together. It's like, what are you talking about? Uh, they, they got JJ Watt. They got they had a ten. The ten. They were like the traded week for, ten. They were number number one team. Yeah, they traded for DeAndre Hopkins. You know, they traded for uh, the tight end from Connor Philly. had a hell of a run. You know, Connor was good. Like they've done all these pieces. Yeah. They got Buda Baker. They got great. Yeah. And he's the guy that's got to take them to the next level. And I think, I don't know, man. I think they're just not willing to pay. I don't think they're going to pay. I think this is going to get ugly. I, it, I I just don't see that they're going to be like, I'm going to give you $200 million guaranteed. Yeah, in a way, it feels almost like the Colts in, in that, you know, the team is really good. But the quarterback is an issue that you sort of go, oh, man, what if it was a different quarterback? Plus, he's small. Like, yeah, well, I'm, look, I've always when... been a heightist. You know how a heightist Yeah, is. you've got to be worried about the hits he's taken. Like, he yeah. gets injured every year a bit. And then and then in the playoffs, he just refused to run because it felt like he was worried about his contract. And then, then played that game like, I'm just not going to get hurt because I've been coming. Again, I don't know. Yeah, very much pretty. I think – I think the Arizona fans are going to get sick of it. I think if this comes to this, every single quarterback after three years wants 200 million guaranteed, there's going to be a big fight in the next um, agreement because yeah. the whole agreement was they wanted that fifth year for first round picks so they can control it. And they have to give everyone a contract after three years. They're going to make that the fourth year. Yeah, no, it, it seems ridiculous. We will let's end on the actual the goat then of contracts because Tom Brady has restructured. Damn it! I thought we'd get through one podcast. Well, the Bucks have restructured it again. So basically, he's paying them to play. No, he's well. Basically, he's as we know. So he's got a base salary of eight point nine million for this year. Eight point (laughs) nine, three point three million in bonuses. He restructured it to give them nine million more in cap space. He's the 15th highest paid quarterback. Now, but when you look at it and you look at all these quarterbacks and everyone goes, yeah, I want to get paid. I want to get money. I want to get money. Tom Brady. Yeah, I'll be the 15th highest paid, 46 years old. Yeah, sort. but they're not all married to supermodels who make 40 million a year as well. So He's always done this, though. He's no, I know, but that, that's why he's the best. Like, that's exactly he, it. He's and the greatest like, quarterback of all time, but he's also the smartest 
Yeah, the best teammate of all time. Yeah, and everyone looks up to him. When we talk about like Kyler Murray, people want to play with Tom Brady because they, they want to listen to him. They want to sit in his circle. And again, and that's why, like, you see, if you're a team and you're seeing Tom Brady do that all the time, and then you watch, you know, guys like Aaron Rodgers who should be doing that, who aren't because they just want to be the highest paid, people are going to grab it. No one ever, never, any of the big free agents are always like, send me to Green Bay. Sam, want to sign. It's always Tampa. It's always Tampa because Tom will get you your bonuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you, you get will. a incentive contract he'll get you your bonuses he'll be a great teammate he'll recruit you he'll do all the work uh so that's why he's the best and that's and i think you can't there is no six super bowls without him doing that constantly no it just isn't it just isn't yeah no exactly and the the big exciting thing of course is going to be they've announced the match again uh which we will see tom brady and aaron Rodgers against josh allen and Patrick Mahomes, uh, June first, my birthday. What a what a treat! Oh, perfect. We'll watch that then together. We'll perfect. Celebrate Sounds and watch it. Sounds good. Well, folks, thanks for listening to this podcast. Ryan and I will be back this week with our draft preview. Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it this week. We will yeah. have uh, and places to watch the draft. Not too many places because it is going to be starting late and it doesn't last that long. But we'll have all the information for you this week. Thanks for listening, everybody.